the church, our church, and every church should be a source of motivation, you know, for people to reach their full potential. So what I want to do today is I'm going to read a scripture from Matthew chapter 25. I'm going to read the scripture. There's a lot of verses. Uh, the verses talk by itself, you know, the word of God. But I want to focus on the last four verses of that scripture that we're going to read. So Matthew chapter 25, and um, I want to encourage you, you know, with, with a thought, with a message on how to get what you want. Um, whatever it is, you know, spiritually, um, whatever the area, you know, of your life is, um, I want to share this with you. So chapter 25, what, what, you, what you need to understand today is when you read Matthew chapter 25, this is the answer that Jesus gives from Matthew chapter 24. So the disciples are talking to Jesus and they're basically listening to Jesus saying, hey guys, I want you to know that the end of the world will come and the kingdom will be restored. And when I come back again in my second coming, I will do this, I will do that. And I will take you guys, you know, back home. I will restore the kingdom. I will do so many great things. So the apostles, uh, when they finished hearing Jesus, you know, talking about the future, they asked Jesus this question. Master, Jesus, so can you give us some signs of when this is going to happen? Like, you know, some, some signs of the end of times. And it's funny because the answer that Jesus gave to this question in Matthew chapter 24 was not only signs, but also he gave an answer by giving three different parables. Number one, he talked about the ten virgins. Uh, you already know that story. Number two, which is the story that we're going to talk about today, the parable of the bags of gold. And at the end, he talked about the separation of those who did good and those who didn't do good, you know, in life. So those are the three answers. Basically, uh, in the first parable, Jesus is saying, number one, stay alert in your life. Always trying to have a good relationship with God. Number two, do something with what God has given you in life. You have potential. You have a calling. You have a gift. You have something to give no matter who you are, where you come from. No matter your background. You have something that God has given you. And you need to develop that so that when you go back and you face God one day, you can bring something to eternity. And then... The last thing that Jesus said in response to the question in Matthew chapter 24 is the day will come in which everybody will be rewarded. So I want to read Matthew chapter 25 verse 14 and on. And then I'm just going to talk about two different thoughts that I want you to take with you today. Uh, the Bible says, Matthew chapter 25 verse 14. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another one two bags, and to another one one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gave five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid the master's money. 
After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought to the, to the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of so many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and, and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. The master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I har harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money or deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. So, a lot of people believe that the last man in the scripture, and you all know this parable because, you know, it's, it's a very popular parable, parable, you know, that we talk about, you know, in churches. But a lot of people believe that the greatest sin that this last man committed was not the lack of ideas, but was the lack of action. One of the greatest things and gifts that God has given you is the gift of imagination. And God has given you gifts. God has given you talents. God has given you uh, abilities. God has given you experiences. God has given you knowledge. God has given you so many things. But the question is, what are you doing with what God has given you? Do you know that, you know, the scientists have cracked the numbers. They crunch the numbers about the odds of you being born. Let's say I pick uh, Dean, you know, this morning. And did you know that scientists already cracked the code of what the odds were of Dean being here at the church at this time, being born, living this life, and... The scientists believe and they say that the chances of you being born to the parents that you were born, in the country that you were born, in the circumstances that you were born is one in 400 trillion. One in 400 trillion. Those are the odds. So what are you going to do with your life? You have an awesome life. You have a unique DNA. You have a unique calling that God has placed in your life. No matter where you come from or what your background is, whether you want to do something in life, uh, in life through a business or ministry or your calling or for the kingdom of God, what are you doing to accomplish or develop the full potential that God has placed in your life? 
So I want to speak about two different things. Number one, how to get those things that God has called you to do. Number one, I want to mention to you that I think getting what you want is simple. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's simple. Uh, you know, reading through the scripture uh, this week when the master came to this man who healed the gold, the Bible says that the master came and he said, hey, man, with what I gave you, you should have put that in the bank. You should have worked it out. At least, you know, I would have come back and I would have gained the interest out of the resources, you know, that I placed in your hands, but you didn't do anything about it. So it shows us in the scripture that it was not the lack of ideas why the master was upset with this man, but it was the lack of action. If you read through the whole scripture, the Bible says that the man who had received five bags of gold, as soon as he received, he immediately went and started working on the things that the master had given to him. Then the second person who was given two bags of gold, immediately the Bible says that he went and started working those gifts and resources that the master had placed on his hands. But the third one, you know, he was afraid. The third one didn't know what to do with it. The third one said, you know, I'm just going to go and hide what my master gave me so that whenever he comes back, you know, I will give him exactly the same thing that he gave me so I don't have to work it. So can you imagine how this scripture would be like today in 2019? I think it would go like this. For example, what happened with the bag of gold that I gave you? You could have gone to school. You could have gone to college. Uh, you could have taken a training. You could have gotten a life coach. You could have gotten a pastor. Uh, you could have watched a YouTube video on how to do things. You could have Googled it at least, but the lack of action is what the master didn't like. What is it that God has called you to do? I'm not saying it's easy. But I am saying it is simple. With the resources that now we have available, if you are shy, you can Google how not to be a shy person. If, if you want to learn, you know, how to get up early in the morning, you can watch a YouTube video on how to get up early in the morning. Can I tell you that when I made the decision about a few months ago that I was going to get up at 5 o'clock for the rest of my life, I made that decision because I was reading in an article uh, that started with a question, what would you do if after December you would have an extra month, like 30 days before, between January and December? And I was like, wow, that would be awesome. I, I, I would do so many things, personal things. So the author of that article was saying, well, if you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're going to have two extra hours a day. You're going to have, you know, like 15 hours uh, a week more or 20. And then a year, after a whole year, is going to be having like an entire month, you know, for yourself. Only if you start getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. But did you know I didn't like studying? I didn't like getting up early in the morning. So I started watching videos of what people were doing to get up early in the morning. And if you go to Google, you're going to see uh, young girls who are just going to college or high school students, older people sharing ideas on how to get up early in the morning so that you can be more productive. And one of the things that, you know, uh, the person was saying, you know, in that article in the video was, number one, start trying to go to bed earlier. 
Number two, you're going to sacrifice a little bit of your social life in the night so that you can get up earlier and start being productive earlier. So after trying and failing, you know, for, for several weeks, I started to notice, you know, that I was accomplishing that goal of getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it felt really awesome. You know, when I finally said, okay, I made this into a habit. I made it into a habit. People, some people say that if you do something, you know, 17 times or 30 times after doing it, you know, so many times, it becomes a habit in you. So getting, you know, getting a lot of things that, that we need to learn or we need to do is, is quite simple this time. When I have already shared with some of you, you know, the story, the story when I started to take English classes, uh, oh, man, I had to, if we had YouTube back then, it would have been so useful for me. Or Google, but we didn't, you know. I had notebooks and a pencil, you know, that I needed to use. And uh, I forced myself to learn at least 15 words uh, every day for six months. And let me tell you, before high school, I used to get this in English. I didn't like it. Because I used to say, why are there so many exceptions? Why do we have to have you know, regular verbs and then irregular verbs and then the adverbs are so confusing and then first person, third person, plural, singular. And it, it was hard. But I started to notice that after six months of learning 15 words, you know, every day, after those six months, uh, I was understanding a lot of things. Uh, you know, Americans would go and they would, you know, invite me to be a, a translator. And, um, and it became a habit. So... What are you doing with, with, God, with what God has placed in your hands? I don't think, you know, we're going to have an excuse when we go to heaven and we say, God, I just hid, you know, what you gave me. You are one in 400 trillion. Let me tell you something about acquiring or doing things. The fact of the matter is that when it comes to accomplishing objectives and goals, you are never going to feel like doing it. You will never feel like, oh, yeah, it's so awesome. I will be getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, seek after God, pray, and read the Bible. This is going to be so awesome. I will do it. You're, gonna, you're not going to start like that. But one of the things that you can start doing is force yourself to do things. Force yourself to read the scripture. Force yourself to pray. You will never, you will never feel like praying. Trust me, if you're waiting for the motivation to come to you to do things, you are never going to do things in life because motivation, it's great when you have motivation from the beginning to do things, but most of the time you're not going to feel motivated to do things. You're going to have to force yourself, but you are going to notice that as you start developing new habits, new spiritual habits of learning, seeking after God, praying, serving God, coming to church, going to the life group, uh, growing in the Bible, if you force yourself to do it, you're going to notice that little by little, the motivation is going to start to come into your life. And once you get that motivation, you're going to have a great background of trying and effort, and you will know that it is completely worth it. So let's not wait for motivation to come. You're not going to feel motivated. Don't wait for motivation. Oh, pastor, I just need, motiv I just need motivation because, you know, I, I don't have it right now. Don't wait to be motivated. Stand up, get up, and start doing things. 
Go after what God has called you to be. Go after what God has placed in your hands. Do not be this third person that, oh my gosh, yes, Lord, I knew you were, you know, you're somebody who gets mad if I don't do anything. So I just went ahead and hit it. Now we have Google, and I'm not preaching, you know, about Google today. But I'm just saying, you, you can watch a YouTube video. You can hire a life coach. You can talk to your pastor. You can read the scripture. There's books pretty much about everything, and there's no excuse not to do anything in life. There's no excuse not to reach your full potential because God has placing you the Holy Spirit who gives you the strength so it's not a matter of lacking ideas it's a matter of lacking action in our lives that don't get you to the place where we need to be don't wait for motivation and the last point because Malathy already gave me the sign um, don't rely on your feelings a lot of times, you know, we say, oh, I just don't feel like doing it. Oh, I just don't feel like going there. Or I just don't feel, you know, feelings sometimes, you know, can be deceiving. Action is what matters. So I want to encourage you today, if you're a student, if you're a parent, if you're a worship leader, if you're a pastor, if you're a minister, don't go just for one bag of gold like this guy. Shoot for five. Shoot for ten. You know, when I look at Agape Church, you have no idea. I, I already, in my Instagram account, I'm already following like 50 nonprofit organizations just in the city of Pastarina. I went the other day to a conference about foster kids. Did you know that the, the county of Los Angeles has 30,000 children in foster kids and only 1,000 of those children have mentors and have homes? And do you know that those children, before turning 17 years old, they have been to so many different homes that they don't trust adults. Once they become 18, they become homeless. Then a lot of girls go into sex trafficking. So what are we doing? When I see Agape Church, I just don't see those chairs. I'm shooting for the whole city. This city belongs to God. So do not be happy with what you have. Action. Don't wait on motivation. Do it. Don't rely on your feelings. Do what it takes. Shoot for the stars because God has placed that DNA in you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this time, Lord God. I pray for every person who is here today. I pray, Lord God, that whatever, whatever they're doing in life, whether it is a business, whether it is a job, and especially, Lord God, I pray for spiritual gifts. Spiritual life, Lord God, like reading the Bible, uh, praying, Lord God, fasting, coming to church, serving in the ministry, starting a life group, Lord God. I pray that whatever it is, that we will not shoot for having only one bag of gold, taking what the scripture says, that we will shoot for two, we will shoot for five, we will shoot for ten, Lord God, because nowadays, not only we are one in 400 trillion but we are children of the most high God, of the King of kings and Lord of lords. And I pray, Lord God, I pray for everyone here that you will help them find a way to develop their full potential. In Jesus' name, amen.